Hey, what's up guys? I'm joined here by James, not Matt, in a different location, not at the golf garage because Matt has been extremely busy because he just recently went full-time uh, teaching lessons. So that's a new development there. Uh, but yeah, I wanted to have a backup location in case you know he his time was you know not that uh, free and this is the case. So I have James here on the podcast and uh, yeah, he is a beginner golfer. So you've seen him in a lot of videos. Um, and yeah, he is a beginner golfer that started, I guess, pre-pandemic, right, right before everything started. But why don't we just give James yourself an opportunity to introduce yourself and then talk about, uh, you know, how you got into golf. So why don't you go ahead and take it away? All right. What's up, guys? Uh, I'm James. You've seen me on some of the videos getting destroyed by Matt. <laughs> um, yeah. So before COVID, uh, played a lot of volleyball, played once or twice a week, um, Remember, Matt, we tried to get into golf a couple of years ago. Yeah, that could be and, another story for yeah. sure. For sure. Um, but then yeah, how did you get on to golf right before the pandemic? Yeah, so I think it was like, um, let's see, probably like right after lockdown ended, you were like, hey, I'm going to the driving range. I'm like, all right, I'm down. You know, just something to get out of the house. Uh, yeah, that was the start. I just went to the driving range with Matt once or twice a week. Yeah, we uh, were going yeah. quite a bit. Um and I was really encouraging it because uh, another person have you seen on the channel, his name's TJ, he kind of got me back into it during the pandemic and then it kind of kickstarted this whole golf perfection thing. But, you know, I personally like golfing with people that I know uh, just because of the vibe that you can, you know, that you know you're going to get with, you know, golfing with a full group. And so I was trying to get a lot of other people into it and James was no exception to that. So, yeah, we were going about twice right. a week even yeah. and I was going with yeah. you. To, to go hit balls yeah maybe even like three days in a row one t at one point uh yeah yeah and i think it was kind of cool just watching your journey from the very beginning because growing up with golf as a kid you know it's really different than like getting into golf as starting off as an adult personally and um you know like you know as a kid you're kind of expected not to be that great and you know learning is really hard but that doesn't change at all when you become you know an adult and so, yeah, seeing you in your journey was was really awesome. So that being said, when you first got into it, um, you know, what was like the biggest thing you struggled for starting out? I think just starting out, it was really terrible. I would we'd hit 110 balls, a large bucket. I'd probably shank 107 of them. <laughs> so, it was, you know, it was just you had to stay focused and just hope that you'd get better at some point. Uh, yeah, it was just a tough grind uh until the ball started getting up in the air going straight instead of dead slice to the right for uh, sure for sure it's kind of frustrating at first oh yeah and i think that's what people don't understand i think and maybe you can tell me since you have the beginner's perspective that i don't have that anymore because it's been so long since i started but i feel like it's one of the hardest sports endeavors to get into uh, and just start playing like 18 holes or just like just to get started i think golf is one of the toughest sports out there Definitely. Uh, you know, I just happened to have uh, some clubs laying around from that I bought off of our friend a couple of years ago. Um, and then even just getting onto the course, right? It's like, oh, crap, I really suck. Should I be out here uh, <laughs> spending how much money and shooting how many over par? Um, so it's definitely a big mental challenge, I think, um, just to be comfortable with the fact that you're a beginner and hopefully people accept you and are nice to you and you know, just getting that experience. Yeah, and I think that's the main thing about a beginner is that it's very nerve-wracking to, you know, start playing on the course with people you don't know. And I feel like I try to 
not protect you, but like try to stray you away as much as possible from that and try to teach you with people that you knew so you could get comfortable with that. And not everyone has that opportunity, but t did, did you feel like that helped quite a bit? Oh, definitely. Like uh, just a lot of the etiquette, like not walking in someone's putting line and, you know, the person that's away goes first and when it's okay to maybe hit another shot after you chunk or you hit one OB and just keeping the pace up. Uh, you know, if I was by myself, I'd I have no idea and probably wouldn't have gotten as far as I did into the game without you guys. Yeah, so just, just a heads up, like we were going to post a video soon on this, but yeah, we took James to Spyglass for a little outing and he did well. It was kind of like a proud, not like dad moment, but like seeing James just, you know, get along at Spyglass, which is not an easy course. I mean, that was pretty cool to see and you've come such a long way in the almost, what, one and a half, like what? Almost yeah, two years. Almost of two playing. years yeah, now. Like it'll be yeah. two years in March or whatever. So I mean, man. But that being said, the amount of time you have put into the game is quite a bit. And I think it's more than what most beginners that I have seen attempt to try the game put in. Because you're right by the driving range and I know you hit balls like quite often. So yeah, like how much like now that you're on a cadence, like how often do you go to the range to work things out? Yeah, probably still at least once a week, if not twice. Um, you know, I'll I've been to the golf garage once, uh, but a lot of what I do is just kind of scrolling through Instagram and watching, watching the pro swing and uh, try, just trying to apply it to my own swing and seeing what happens. Um, kind of the fun part for me, mm, okay. just, just grinding it out and seeing if a little change can make a difference. Uh, probably holding me back a little bit, but you know, it's it's just fun to grind for me. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, like that's the thing is like once you get to a certain point everyone enjoys the game in different ways some people just you know want to have a good time on the course and take chill with friends some people like tinkering with their swing on the range like obsessively or some people even like testing out different equipment that's kind of like what i like to do um but overall it's definitely a journey and you know you coming up on two years it's cool to see how far you have come so i guess anything else that you struggle with first starting out of note for you hmm you know, other I guess equipment-wise, you know, just figuring out if you know what I had was good, and if we learned it probably was not the equipment; it was more <laughs> my own swing. Uh, but then, like you and TJ would, um, you know, just hand me like a giant mound of balls that I could just blast away. Um, you know, kind of getting over that, and then yeah, just getting as much time on course as possible because there's some things at the driving range that. You just can't simulate like chipping and putting and uh, all these little things and how to on side hills, downhills. So there's a whole lot. Yeah. yeah. So like that's the problem with golf is like once you graduate from the driving range, you've only like turned the first chapter over. You know, you got like so many other things like you just listed that you kind of need to learn that you can't do on the range or on even the short game area. Like simulating playing golf and then scoring, you can't do that anywhere else except for on the course so yeah like like you said you know um i think you're definitely learning the game quite well um you personally what do you think is your your strongest part of your game and maybe your weaker part of the game which you want to work on yeah i think strongest part right now might be just a little short gamer on the green i don't know you tell me all the time that my my chipping is <laughs> more yeah, befitting i was a, gonna i was gonna yeah. say thing i wanted to hear what you thought but definitely your chipping around the green is far better then I would believe someone at this this you know level of experience to be. Um, that being said, you probably get a lot of practice maybe because you know you're like off the green in some in some situations. But 
I think it's because you do work on your shifting at home quite a bit uh, from what you've told me. And I always like kind of begrudge you when you like don't take a putter or a flat stick right off the, the fringe. And I'm just like, okay, he's just going to like blade this to no other. But then you end up chipping it like solidly better than probably I would do at that spot. And like, dang. All right, yeah, James' short game is uh is pretty dang good around the green. I think all your chips are pretty solid. Yeah, it was a big progression. Remember, we I started using the 60-degree and then you know, blade <laughs> half of those. Yeah. But I finally went down to, a, I think it was a 52-degree gap wedge. Uh, got comfortable with that and then moved back to the 56, and that's just kind of what I roll with now, just chip everything with the 56. Yeah, and I, I, kind of, I don't know, maybe that's through osmosis, but that's what I mainly chip with. I'm trying to get the 60 integrated because I have a freed up club and so I'm playing around with my setup. Um, so yeah, but yeah, your chipping is pretty solid for someone at uh, your level of experience and how much time you put in, I must say. So that being said, what do you think is like the weaker part of your game or what do you want to work on right now? Oh, that's easy. That's the big stick. The big, the big stick. driver. <laughs> uh, you know, I think after, I would say like in the first year, it was very hit or miss, right? Like I'd literally hit like a 280, 300 yard drive, like two holes in a roll, and then shank it, you know, OB right for the next 16. Uh, so I haven't quite figured that part out yet. Yeah, um, definitely. Like, there's yeah. always something that you can work on. Yeah, I've seen your game. Definitely, I would agree. Is off the tee. I mean, you, you do hit your three wood pretty solidly, and, you know, sometimes you hit almost out driving with your three wood. But then, like, yeah, when you take out the, the driver, for some reason, it just doesn't go straight. No, so. Just... In the very beginning, you were able to like eat the ball, and that was purely your hand-eye coordination. I think with your other sports and everything, like very far. Like I think one time you drove it like 300 yards at Las Positas. It's like not even kidding. It's crazy, but I think now that you're trying to like work on an actual swing mechanics, like for something is going on up there. But that's something you want to work on, right? Yeah, for sure. That 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 part time, it was just a straight eat. I would just go back as far as I could and just <laughs> let it roll. And it would work half the time somehow. Uh, but yeah, now that I have more swing thoughts and trying to make everything mechanically correct, well, it's a little struggle. For sure, yeah. for sure. And and just a you know a disclaimer here, like James is like, I would say you're an athletic person. Like you play a lot of volleyball. You've played sports in high school and beyond high school, just you know recreational leagues and everything. So it's not like, I think you're kind of getting away with being having some of that natural athleticism. Because sometimes you would get into positions or like swing the club and I'm just like, how in the world are you hitting the ball? But you have that flexibility in some spots and that hand-eye coordination where you, you hit the ball and I'm just like, this shouldn't be possible. <laughs> so that's kind of my observations um, from afar. Um, any like big surprises when you got into golf? Yeah, so just, you know, we were talking about how kind of how difficult it is to get out on a course um, and you know we're all nervous and stuff I think the biggest surprise was you know everyone we've golfed with even when I go out by myself super nice people like no one's really been kind of gatekeeping the game or being you know really rude or mean or had a bad attitude you know towards someone who's pretty new to the game uh, you know everyone's super nice uh, I think that took me by surprise a little bit golf has this reputation as like this very snobby yeah exactly yeah stuffy snobby you know kind of sport hoity-toity i guess yeah. you can say <laughs> yeah i don't like you know you you golf with a lot of subscribers and people you meet off instagram and clubhouse and i don't think together we've ever met someone that we 
we, no, we didn't have a good time with. Yeah, and in the golf community, it's it's awesome when you you know, meet all these people and everyone, like you said, is very friendly. I only think there was like one person, and it wasn't that the, they weren't friendly. I think they were just like very drunk or hungover from something prior before they got to the course. But other than that one experience, and maybe I'll say that for another day. It, I mean, everyone that I met has been awesome, and like I said, you you point out and observe that I you know have met with a lot of subscribers or you know people on Instagram, and I've you know I felt confident to where these cool people that I met. I would like to get them play with my friends who I know from my, you know, actual, I guess, actual life, not actual life, but, you know, in real, like you guys. So, you know, I think that's that's really, really cool. And the golfing community is is definitely awesome. So, yeah, that being said, like, like, be honest here. What is there things about you being a newcomer? You come in with new new eyes, you know, fresh set of eyes. Is there stuff that you observe that you don't like about, about golf? Hmm. You know, I wouldn't say like outwardly that I don't like. There's things that I wish uh, that could be improved. Uh, sure. One are greens fees. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it, yes, it, fair. If you calculate it in your head, it does kind of add up a little bit between driving range, uh, that new club you have to buy, uh, you know, playing 18 holes every weekend. Uh, it does add up. And oh, yeah. It's, I could see why it's like a hard sport to kind of break into if you want to. You know really get into it yeah definitely it's it's a privileged sport in terms of expenses you have to be able to stomach at like me even a decent course right now at its cheapest walking i probably wouldn't even recommend right now spending less than like 60 bucks or else you're gonna get well i'm not i'm not trying to say like you shouldn't play those cheaper courses but for a, a decent 18 holes uh you know like everything around here is about 60 bucks walking yeah, I think yeah, the and, cheapest we see is probably like Spring Valley in the morning. It's like yeah, yeah, Spring Valley, yeah. which is a pretty good deal. I yeah. think it's a gem in terms of the price and availability. Um, but yeah, like it is expensive, and then on top of that is the equipment. Like, mm. you know, irons can cost like upwards of over five hundred dollars a driver right now. MSRP is like five fifty. A putter can be 300 bucks. So, I mean, you can go about it smartly, but it's really expensive. Yeah, like we buy most of our stuff off the Callaway pre-on-site. Yeah, we are on pre-owned all yeah. the time, and that's a steal. Yeah. And that being said, let's just dive into that then. Like, what's what's in your bag? People love what's in your bag stuff. So let's go from the driver down to the putter. All right. Yeah, so driver, uh, I have a OG SIM, um, tailor-made SIM. Let's see, and then I have a... Epic Flash Sub Zero Three Wood. All right, and these are stiff flex. Stiff flex, correct. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then I have a five wood. Uh, I'll admit this one was kind of fun because I I saw Tiger use as a five wood, and I was I think at that time I had like a three hybrid, a four hybrid, a four iron, uh, none of which I could hit well. So I was like, <laughs> well, might as well use what Tiger uses. So then I, on the pre on side I found you know stiff flex uh, tailor made M three five wood. It's like a hundred something bucks. I was like, oh, okay, let's try this out. Oh, I think it works out pretty well. Um, and then let's see for irons. So yeah, and by the way, the irons, I feel like the best deal that I've seen on these. But why? Why don't you share what you hit for your irons? Yeah, so they're uh, twenty nineteen P seven nineties, four through pitching wedge, and it was a. It, they were so these were also pre-owned, but they were in like new condition. Uh, they they might. Might have been hit like five or six times. Yeah, they're just yeah. barely a mark on the club face. Uh, yeah, they were 25% off, and it was like almost like 
a little bit over $600 for the full set for basically new irons. So crazy oh, deal. Insane. Yeah, it was like 2020 when you started. These were the 2019 versions. Callaway pre-owned, 25% off. And I was like, James, you have to, yeah. like, you looked at them, you showed them to me. I was like, James, you got to buy this. This deal is insane. So I'm like on Callaway pre-owned pretty much almost like every other day to every day. <laughs> and I haven't seen that kind of conditioned 2019 or newer P790s, which I think is a really great club for a wide span of golfers. So that's something you can also grow into and you're not worried about spin or anything. So uh, yeah, what a pickup for your irons. Yeah, yeah for sure. Definitely. Yeah. So what about uh, going further down the back? Let's see. So I think these might be the only new clubs that I own. Uh, <laughs> so for the wedges, I have Kirkland Signature Wedges, which I think is a All great right. deal. Oh yeah. yeah. If they if they work in your gapping and your loss, like the K Sig wedges are one of the better deals out there for new wedges. Absolutely. So I think as of now I, st I have the 56 degree in my bag. And then I recently got a new gap wedge, a uh, 50 degree Callaway Mac Daddy 4. Mac Daddy Gang. Mac yep, Daddy that's gang. what I play. Uh, and that was because I was having trouble getting, you know, around a hundred yards. So I needed something with little, little lower, uh, loft to get there. Right. Because mm -hmm. you were gaming the 52, 52 from the case. Right. Yeah. Exactly. And so that wasn't quite that hundred. Mm -hmm. Right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. makes sense. Yep. Yeah. Uh, and then the putter. So right now I have a tailor-made spider. I'm not sure of the exact model, but it was like a hundred dollars off on Amazon or something brand new. And then I think I showed you, it was like. $25 more than a used one I saw at Golf Mart one day. Yeah, so exactly. You're like, it's kind of a no-brainer. Hey, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then you have yeah. one other putter, right? Yeah, so it's a milled two-ball putter, also off the pre-owned site. Um, and they actually have an eBay site. So it was on the Callaway pre-owned eBay store, mm. but it wasn't on the actual site itself. And yeah, it's kind of a unicorn. Like You, can, you don't find it um, really anywhere, so it's kind of a cool piece to have. Um, yeah, that was... You know, that was a pretty good deal as well. So I'm just throwing that in the bag. Yeah, for mm -hmm. sure. And um, basically, like on this discussion about equipment, everyone goes through this and I'm probably have a full episode with Matt on this. It's just like, how do you how do you know? Like when do you know it's time to buy? Right. Like that's the big question. And I'll go in depth with it on a future podcast with Matt on that. Even even myself, I have a whole what's in the bag, you know, video. And things have already changed, you know, for me since then. Uh, but now I think I'm more dialed in on what I have. Uh, spoiler, I play like one length Olimar Amazon irons that I got for like 230 bucks. But I've been gaming that for like the past six or seven rounds. And I even shot a personal best. So, yeah, it really makes you think like what is good and suited for you. And, and that's the one of the, the, you know, things I don't really like about golf is that it's really hard to know what is good for you because not only like do you have to have equipment that is probably good for you but then you need the swing on top of that so so many things to talk or to think about when when it comes to equipment but thanks for sharing your what's in the bag i think it's a it's a it's a nice one and any like are you keeping an eye out for anything <laughs> <laughs> it's always the deals man always the deals it's always the deals if it's a good deal we'll see <laughs> all right yeah because yeah, i think you're um you, there's a wedge that you found right over the that oh yeah 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 i forgot about that one yeah, uh, 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 yeah after spyglass because we're total degenerates we, <laughs> we go to golf mart after and we're just you know flipping through the um the pre-owned clubs and then you know tj grabs out like a i think it was a, a voki a 54 degree voki in the right flex and it was it was 49.99 i was like shoot hmm. 
All right. $50 Velky. <laughs> Guess we're Sign doing this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then you like gamed it the next the next day and you like hit it well. Oh yeah, so, we, yeah, yeah, we went to the hay the next day and then yeah, it was it's great. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, equipment is always fun to talk about, always to hear about what's in people's bags and how they play. Uh, and so yeah, that that thanks for sharing that. Um, so on the flip side, we kind of got into a tangent off our topics here. We talked about what you didn't like about golf, which is like the price, which totally get it is expensive you're spending like an extra 60 plus on a weekend that you would never spend if you were just to stay home that being said what what do you like most about golf personally then yeah definitely it's it's uh i think uh between you know you me and um you know the guys we go out with on a normal basis we definitely it's cool just to hang out, especially with COVID on, you know, we, we don't go out with our friends as much as we normally do. So just to get out and have an excuse to do something, um, really cool. And yeah, golf is, I think, you know, just on a high level basis. It's one of those things where if you can go out and, you know, not completely embarrass yourself, it's just a lot of opportunities to, you know, meet other people and, um, you know, socialize, uh, like, my wife's father is a big golfer. Uh, if I didn't golf, I had no idea what I'd talk about with him. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's common ground for for a lot of people. Um, you know, so it's, I'm you know glad to be a part of this you know com- little community now and kind of understand. Um, and I think my favorite thing might be the memes. The memes. The memes. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. Uh, there's definitely a lot now that PGA memes and all these other content creators come out with. But yeah. There's yeah. some good ones out yeah, there. Yeah, definitely. Sure. Just being able to, you know, look at a Bryson meme and be like, ha, that's, yeah. Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, more on your point of like, you know, talking to people or having relatable, you know, things to, to discuss with. I think golf is one of the greatest equalizers uh, in, around in terms of uh, an activity you can do with others, like man or woman, uh, you know, young person old person you know you we can get our lunch money taken by i mean i'm sure like your 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 wife's dad like he's really good at golf and yet we have like 30 whatever 20 years of age on him and we still get our lunch money taken or you know even the littlest kids that are like really good you know and they're shooting like near scratch or they're in high school and they shoot scratch just like what the heck you know so i definitely agree like that's the cool thing about golf is that it's 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 the greatest equalizer activity out there yeah sure. you know absolutely like you know like volleyball if you're you could be short and you could be super athletic and you could be pretty good but if you go up against a team of guys that are like six six and up there's just only so much you can do right but golf yeah big small little strong weak you can you know you could be a scratch golfer and and not be your prototypical athlete so you know agree that's really cool what is the current state of your game? I know you just recently had a decent round at Spyglass, which is, you know, pretty cool. And then what are your goals, I guess, going forward with, with the game? Yeah, we had a, I think I had a great round at Spyglass for, for me. Um, yeah, so I think it was like a 98. So breaking 100, which is pretty cool. Um, and doing it at Spyglass, which is a tough course. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, I think almost hold out on four for for eagle. Yeah, yeah, that's in that my was video. wild. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that you were like three or four inches from the hole. I was like, oh my gosh, this is epic. Yeah, I could not have played that hole any better. So my day kind of peaked there. Um, <laughs> but yeah, just keeping you know, if I stay away from the double pars, uh, just going up and down for bogey, 
usually I'm, you know, in the nineties. Um, sometimes I'll, I'll admit I, I'll make like two really bad holes in a row, like two double pars and I'll just stop counting. So yeah, I don't sure. always keep, uh, you know, real score all the time. Um, but you know, somewhere in the nineties seems fair for me right now. I think I went 89 one time. Um, you know, so broken 90, just the one time. Uh, but yeah, just, I just like to get more consistent. Um, I think I'm changing my swing a lot right now too. Just, um, you know, trying to get away from that ever present power fade slash slice. Yeah, sure. Um, you know, chunking some balls, but you know, overall, I think I'm pretty happy just thinking back. Like we have videos of the, the early days, like the first oh, month yeah. or two. Oh. We have like a folder of our <laughs> swings that we've shared with each other. And it's just like, dang, you've come a long way. Yeah, I think you and I both, like we, we both made a lot of progress in the last year and a half um, on our games. Uh, but yeah, I, you know, I just want to be able to take driver every hole with confidence, yeah. not, not chunk a ball, no double pars. You know, if if I score low, I score low. If I don't, uh, if I go high and you know, I'm still having a good time, then it's all good. It's all yeah, yeah, yeah. just about having fun and, you know, really enjoying ourselves outside. Yeah, I think you have the right expectations, uh, you know, for the game because a lot of people, they get really frustrated when they don't score well and if you don't put in the time and the practice then you really shouldn't get frustrated because golf is a really difficult sport and you know um sometimes i feel like some people are so unrealistic especially i mean i get not being that great on the on the green like that's frustrating because you should be you know somewhat decent on that but like when it comes to driving and your approach shots like Unless you're practicing that constantly, like it's it's very difficult. Um, so yeah, it's just sometimes it's 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 interesting to see folks who get pretty <laughs> frustrated when I feel like they don't practice. So you know, it should just play 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 to have fun, you know, kind of thing. Remember at Pacific Grove, we saw the guy just. Oh yeah, there's, <laughs> there's this guy on the other fairway. He and it, I mean I don't know, I can't judge like how much he practiced, but he didn't hit a really good shot or whatever. And then he just chucks his club like as hard as he can. I was like, dude, that's like kind of a, a round killer. Yeah, it was what like a vibe si- killer. sixty something degrees and sunny in Monterey, and the dude just throws his club fifty yards on. <laughs> yeah, so I just didn't get it. Yeah, like you shouldn't get it so mad to where you're chucking clubs like that, you know. So, um, yeah. That being said, you know, like I guess your goals now is just to get more more consistent. Then. Yeah, for sure. Um, you know, I've, I've hit a lot of really good shots. I've hit a lot of really bad shots. Um, so if we could just meet somewhere in the middle, that'd be, you know, th- that'd be perfect. Yeah. So if you can get, if you can get with confidence, those, you know, low nineties, I think that'd be a good, a good, you know, step. Maybe a breaking 90 series can come into play. If you want to like see that from this channel, you want to watch more of James, let us know in the comments, you know, like maybe I can just not play around and then just document James behind the camera. I don't know about that. And then he can, uh, <laughs> then, then he can see what kind of pressure it is to, 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 to play around on the camera. Cause it does, in my experience, it does add strokes. Like I, I for sure have, I've played so well sometimes not caring and playing off camera. And it's funny how that, that works. Like I've shot in 70, a couple in the seventies, a couple times, uh, without the camera on and I wish I w- I had it on but you know that wasn't the case and, and that's too bad it'll come eventually um, but yeah yeah I don't know if that's something you want maybe one day we'll do that or I, I, we, we have matches together and you know I would try to make it really fair by either giving myself a handicap or you strokes or I'm trying to think of other ways to to make it fair or even give me a disadvantage where I have to play really well 
so maybe we'll see more of that but yeah hope you guys like enjoyed this type of content like i said um you know it's going to be james and i for a couple topics in this scenery within my house because the golf garage is is busy with lessons so yeah if you want to get your lessons and your game dialed in go check it out um that being said yeah that this is uh we'll probably end it here um so hope you guys enjoy that one keep chasing and we'll see you in the next one